Hello, and welcome to 8 Minutes to Ageless, the podcast committed to teaching you the minimalistic approach to becoming bold and not old. On this 20-minute weekly podcast, you will learn how to care for your body and mind while spending the bare minimum amount of time to be successful. I know that life is full, so full that we tend to put our own needs on the back burner, and in some cases are simply too confused to figure out what to do, so we do nothing. This podcast is designed to help you leave regrets behind and start caring for yourself, no matter your age, so you can grow older and like it, and I might say even love it. My name is Dr. Kelly Pearson, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a practicing chiropractic physician and author of Eight Minutes to Ageless. Over the past 40 years, my patients have taught me so much about what not to do that I finally just had to get this book written and podcast started. But before we begin, I want to thank all of you who have read my book and keep sending me inspiring comments that you're getting your life back. That makes all the difference and makes me smile. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I'm hoping you're excited for this next 15 minutes because I'm going to be talking about a couple of things I mentioned in the past, but kind of putting it together. I had a pretty remarkable week, even though I have... You know, written a book about all the things I'm talking about, it doesn't mean that the author knows everything that he or she will be learning as a result of sharing that information. And that's the best part about sharing information in the world is that you are always taking it yet to another level. You can see a new piece, another perspective. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. So I think it's critical that we uh, be in charge of the things that we can be in charge of, uh, like the old serenity prayer, you know, don't try to change things that you cannot change. But we are often controlled in life by things we think are controlling us, like our positions at work or our cultural stance and the ability to be heard or whatnot. Oftentimes those that can lead us down a road of feeling not very in control. But what we are control of, in control of is our posture. And really, all these old acronyms that, are, that we, we, we reference on a regular basis suggest the power of our posture. Like, you know, stand on your own two feet when you're having a tough time. Come on, stand on your own two feet. Um, straighten up and fly right, for crummity's sakes. Get it together. Get a hold of yourself. What does a hold of yourself look like? Uh, to me, it's like putting your posture in play, getting that head over your shoulders, getting your shoulders over your hips. Having a bad day, hold your head up high. Be proud of you and what you've accomplished despite the fact you've had difficulties. Hold your head up high. Reach to the stars, you know. All of these things, I mean, uh, we certainly have used the phrase, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Um, and that's a first step of learning to stand up because first it's your, your lower body and then slowly you start to get a hold of yourself and standing on your own two feet and getting your, your head held up high. Keep your head up. You know, all of these things are, are, are phrases that we heard from our mother, phrases that we heard from our father in school and the things we say to ourselves and others when they're in dismay. And so what you can do in life to start getting closer to your connection, getting closer to your truth, 
reducing um, a, a hand handhold on anxiety and depression is to find yourself in the most erect posture possible. Early on in the book, I talk about the importance of having things lined up, like people who whose hips are off, off kilter. Let's say your left hip, the femur, is a little forward of the acetabulum. It should be kind of hunkered back a little bit more, but instead, because of muscle asymmetry, muscle tightness, injuries, muscle inactivity, that humeral head is just nudged forward a little bit, well, that's a problem, um, largely because now that head of, the, uh, head of the femur cannot glide beautifully in this centrated happy place, and it will cause a breakdown. It will cause a wear and tear of the hip joint until which time 15 years after you first realized you have some stiffness in your hip, all of a sudden, boom, you're going to the doctor who said you've got to have your hip replaced. So the most important thing for us to do is to find ourselves centrated, um, being as much in the center and creating as much symmetry as you possibly can, that you stand on two feet, the same weight bearing, that you don't lock a knee out or let it sway backward, or you don't let that stomach hang out while your head is is being kind of thrown back. You don't want to lead with your head first. Um, yet those are postures we see out there all the time. You know, when you're leaning backwards, you oftentimes just because your arms are crossed in front of you and it almost says, hey, I'm not into what you guys are up to. I'm not ready for what you're going to share. I'm just not into it. That's the body language. Now, versus somebody who walks in a room looking a bit anx anxious and their head is positioned forward of their shoulders, they're kind of sending in their brain first to make sure everything is safe. Uh, I'm, hope, I'm hoping it's safe in here. I'm hoping I, I'm accepted. I, I, I'm feeling a little bit anxious. I'm just not sure. So when you send your brain into a room first, you're checking it out. You're making sure everything is okay. Best thing to do is not to lean back or to lean forward, but to be centered when you walk in the room with that chest forward, leading with your heart. Your heart's the first thing that hits the room. And that person is really fun to talk to because they're just as interested in you as you are in them. That they're not, they're not in that space of uh, anxiety or judgment. They're just fun to talk to. So pay attention the next time you're talking to somebody who's really amazing. Look to see how he or she is holding their body. You know, you want to make sure this person is as central, cent as centrally located as possible. Um, you know, I can make some jokes about are they leaning left, are they leaning right? Um, I'm not going to go there, but if people are off kilter and one hip is thrown out because their hands are on their on their hips and they're standing on one foot, it's almost like a little bit of a defiance um, attitude that shows up. There's just a lot you can read about someone's posture. So what you can do in life in controlling the angst and the craziness about us is to is to control your posture. And I um I do a lot of I do a lot of work around people with chronic neck pain because I have been that girl. I've been in those car accidents. I've been in those bike wrecks. I've been stressed. I've been picked a profession where I have to use my shoulders a lot and I'm maybe smaller than the patient that I'm working on. And so I, without thinking about it, I created some bad postures 
early on with one, one shoulder forward, a head a little bit forward, and then associatedly, we're gonna have some shoulder stiffness or shoulder pain or shoulder discomfort, some neck stiffness, some neck discomfort. And in the book, I talk a lot about leading with your heart, much like I alluded to just moments ago when you walk into a room, um, let your heart be the first thing that gets in there, not your head. Um, obviously, if you're a female, your breasts are probably going to get there before your heart. But the point being is that when you enter a room in that position, you again are far more interested in what you think about the people there versus what you're worrying about them thinking about you. You should you should practice that and see see how see how it works out. But in my class on chronic neck pain, one of the steps I say is you know make sure those shoulders over your hips, make sure that you're leading with your heart and make sure your ears are over your shoulders. But just this week, I got, um, I, got a, I got a hit when I was walking, like to stretch my, trying to pretend my head is moving towards the stars. And it was such like, wow, of course, I'm, I'm not put that to words the way I should. And so I'm doing that today in today's podcast. When you're standing, if you think about uh, a little bit of a string attached to the top of your head and God is pulling up from the heavens, all of a sudden you feel just a little taller, a little closer to your connection. And in truth, it decompresses the cervical degeneration and cervical disc degeneration. It absolutely just kind of helps that head to come back over the shoulders. And in the same in the same vein, it, your shoulders just necessarily drop, creating more space between the top of your shoulder and your ear. You get a sense of elongation. And when um, I want you to try this, because I take take my dogs for a walk every day, and sometimes on the weekends, maybe twice even, while they're waiting for their mom to finish work on the computer or something. And um, I've got one dog that pulls like a nut, nut butter and another guy who's just, you know, stopping every 10 seconds to smell the flowers or weeds or ice, depending on the season. But when I, when I let them pull me this way or that way, um, I might feel an irritation of a chronic place where I hurt my neck a couple years ago. But if I lead with my heart and then create this little tiny bit of extension in my neck, it's like, boom, I, I come to this place of complete comfort within my body. Even though I'm being pulled two different directions randomly by two different sized dogs. And so that's what I want you guys to play with today is that piece, a piece about the posture that you can control, whether it is standing on your own two feet, whether it is not notably leaning backwards or leaning forward, but standing right over your hips and your shoulders, that your arms are, are back uh, or your shoulders are back and not forward and that your head is being pulled away from your upper body in this really lovely um, opening type of phenomena. And think about all the phrases that your mom would say when you're in crisis, you know, Stand on your own two feet, straighten up and fly right, get a hold of yourself. You have that power. And if you find that, you know, you, you have another problem like a kyphosis, an increased 
curve in your mid back, then get my book and read about ways to stretch the ligaments so you can start to stand straighter. I mean, posture is one of the most beautiful gifts we have, but we're ignoring the heck out of it. You know, we're sitting in chairs bent over, um, texting and this type of thing. And um, one of one of the gals that works for me, she's a fabulous, fabulous young woman, and she's kind of a superstar on this one particular uh, game platform. And she was telling me about the fact that um, she has a sponsor, and it's the sponsor of somebody that makes a kind of outfit for people who just sit on the couch all day. So it's not like a, it's like a cape bathrobe, you know, where you got a ton of room to cross your legs, put your legs out. You just like, it's a blanket with a little hood. And, um, and it just comforts your body that is staying in one place with your head forward all day. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I don't know how to, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, if every 15 minutes you were inspired to stand up or every hour at least to stand up and stretch and open up and bend back and reach overhead and do a couple pull-ups, do a couple push-ups, you know, that would be awesome. If you got, if you got extra points on your game, you're gaming for, you know, hit this button to say, I just did three pull-ups and three push-ups. Oh man, that, that could solve our problem, but that's not likely going to happen. So just week, I just really, really want you to be aware that what you have, what you have control of is your posture. I mean, there's other things as well, what you think and what you and what you speak for sure. That's not the topic of this particular podcast. But don't ever for a second think that you don't have the ability to be a centered human being connected to spirit by choosing it because you do. So that's what I want you to work on this week is stand up and fly right. And I'll look forward to seeing y'all next week. Thank you so much. In keeping with my minimalistic approach to life, I keep this podcast short and only add the most critical points, not adding fluff. So for today, we're done, but I hope you will do a few minutes of the good stuff we talked about. If you have not picked up the book, you can get it on Amazon. The website eight minutes to ageless.org. We'll have the show notes and any videos that I mentioned on this podcast. I thank you for spending your precious 20 minutes with me. And as always, you can reach out and contact me via the website. Remember one day at a time, you are getting bolder and not older. I look forward to seeing you next week.